you give him the time, as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where me, I should say I, no, me, Dave, talks with the other host. Tim. <laughs> uh, my oh. name is Tim, and I am the other host, the other half of this podcast, and I'm sitting here watching Dave smile and laugh and sit back in his seat because apparently he thought something was funny. I did. I, you know, it was weird. I was watching part one today, folks, of our interview with Gwen. I was watching it on the YouTube channel because <laughs> I wanted to make sure what we were talking and what she said. But anyway, <laughs> you were talking on in the beginning of that one because you were the one that started laughing. At the beginning, because all of a sudden, when we saw strange things come into our head, and yeah. you were talking about the popcorn and Jiffy Pop, <laughs> yeah, and as soon as the numbers went dead, because we have a countdown clock, folks, as soon as the numbers started counting down, my first thought was all popcorn. Here we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm oh. sorry. Folks. Well, this is a podcast where <laughs> we talk about some some fantastically wonderful things and some weird things that pop into our heads. Right, Tim? That's right. And, uh, yep. Uh, sometimes they come in a jiffy. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> and we should probably, you mentioned Gwen and yeah. completely let them know that this is the second half of, of our interview with Gwen Allen. Uh, mm-hmm. that was, uh, out on, uh, December 3rd. Yes. So if you haven't, if you uh, haven't listened to or seen that one, uh, I encourage you to listen to the second half of this one and go back and re- see the first half. Oh yes, the first half is very interesting. It talks a lot about her. her we talk a lot about her faith and how it grew. <laughs> Sitting, and I love when she talked about fearing God. Was it fearing God? Is that how she phrased it? Um, yeah, something to that. Because of she talked about it. It's and we don't. And she realized she doesn't need to fear God. She's supposed to love God. Well, you know, there's another fearing God is when you the Bible when you fear God as a, as a Christian, as a believer, that mm-hmm. is to be in awe and reverence of Him. Right. That makes sense now. Yeah. 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 And we, we talked about her poet or her, her, um, you talked about the about drawings, drawings. That, the drawings from the yep. third book, Living in God's yep. Rhyme. And the one I like, the one that keeps coming back to my head is the one about you peel back the top of somebody's head, it's an onion in there. And I, <laughs> that's supposed to be you, but <laughs> you know what? I, as, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say something, folks, and you're going to wonder what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to keep wondering for a while. <laughs> but I think today, I think that was prophetic, that yeah. drawing in my head being peeled back like an onion. Yeah. Because today, part of it was. <laughs> and again, we'll talk about that later, folks. But, Another uh, time, folks. But I, I, do think uh, that, I do think that not only were those drawings uh, very, uh, really influential and, and, and effective in, in uh, yeah. influencing me to write poetry. But yeah. I'm beginning to think that that whole chapter was prophetic. Yeah. And it was set I up. Too. It was set up ahead of time. And prophetic is probably the wrong word, but it was in God's plan. And I really that, believe it is. And it. If you read page 187 of in Living in God's Rhyme, where it says, Introduction, Tim. In March of this year, I attended a John Courtney Newman talk with my wife at St. Stephen's Church. And it, it talks about how you met Gwen. And, and it's, she's just an amazing girl. I'm Maybe, maybe we should get on with the interview and let everybody else find out how amazing she is. I think that that is a absolutely wonderful idea. So are you ready, folks? Because here 
she comes. But now I'd like to transition over into the second half, which would be about life for you now. As, awesome. as a young woman living in South Korea, is that all right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was okay. just going to say, though, um, the yeah. reason I, I, I kind of talk like, you know, oh, you know, when we're young and, and we're bored in church or whatever is, you know, mm -hmm. some some people like <laughs> I feel like I can hear my mom saying, Shh, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> but I, I think that it's important to be relatable and, and to be honest about sort of we all have that that period of our lives where we quite literally felt like we were dragged by our parents or we just followed our parents to church, right? And then there came a moment somewhere, right? There came some magical moment where we were like, I actually want to go. I'm not following <laughs> yeah. my parents. I'm going to church because I have it in my heart that I, that that's I need to do that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention yeah. that I wasn't no, trying to no, that was no, I, I, no, I, uh, and as parents, it that's nice to hear a child say, yeah, I'm yeah. going because I want to go. Yeah. And I remember sitting in church going, la di da di da. And I never thought to pick up a pen. And, and I think my mom wouldn't have liked, our mom wouldn't have liked me writing in the, one thing that would have been to write in them would have the been the bulletin. Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we didn't get Bolton's back that I remember much. Oh, really? Uh, well, we may have, no, but I don't didn't. remember. That doesn't mean. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to continue on. Okay. Um, Can I, do you mind if I grab a, a drink really quick? Do what you need to do. Right go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go right. Sorry. Can yeah. I go to my fridge? <laughs> That's fine. I uh, Sorry about that. I, all of a sudden, I looked at my battery on my battery. My, my, my laptop and I'm going, oh, I better plug it in. So I had to go. <laughs> I thought I had a lot of battery left, but unfortunately, this kind of stuff, I got a lot plugged into it right okay. now. It does drain it down. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll get past that. It's going good so far. Yeah. All Very right. Good. Perfect. Okay. So let's I'm see back. here. Yep. I got enough. Tim, you got enough? <laughs> yeah, I got enough. I there got enough. All right. All right. So. Are you ready? All right. So, Tim, we're back talking with Gwen again on our second part of the interview that we recorded earlier in November. And just so you know, folks, we recorded this in November, and you're going to hear it in December and January. But, Gwen, you're living in, in South Korea. What was the name of that town again? Daegu. Daegu. Yep. Is that the only place you've lived since you moved to Korea, or have you been someplace else? Yes, it is the only place I've lived, but I've traveled around. Have you? Yep. Do you... What drew you besides the Lord? I mean, what... I know the Lord said to you, you, you need to live on the other side of the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did he, did he draw you to Korea, or what, how, did, how did Korea pop into your head or, or into your into your life if you could give us oh, that man. so um there there's a two-pronged answer to this <laughs> question okay as with anything uh complicated but um so there's the real answer which i'm going to give you and then there's the answer of oh you know i just thought i'd try somewhere in asia you know that's that's mm -hmm. sort of the answer that that i i like to give people because the real answer is K-pop, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't like to admit, but um, yeah. So when I was a senior in high school, uh, my best, best friend that I graduated with was really obsessed with uh, a popular group that you might have heard of now. They're, they're gaining sort of international popularity, but they are called BTS. <laughs> Yes, and um, yep, mm -hmm. they're they're sort of gaining um, some traction, I guess, in the U.S. now. But I was one of the original fans, I like to say. Um, <laughs> but they debuted in 2013, and then I graduated high school in 2016. So they were kind of still in their rookie phase, I guess. And my my best friend was like, uh, she was we were driving somewhere and, and she was listening to this music 
And I was like, is this English? What is this? You know, I just remember I couldn't understand a single thing. And she goes, no, it's Korean. And I said, but you're Chinese. What's happening here? <laughs> Why are you listening to Korean music? You know, and she's like, I, I asked her, like, can you understand? Can you understand this? And she said, no, it's just it's got a good beat. I like the beat. And I remember thinking, like, that's really strange. Like, I, I didn't understand it at all. And I know that's the main uh, that this is coming from someone who actually really enjoys Korean music now, but um, I, I completely understand the, that sort of confusion of why on earth would people listen to K-pop if they can't understand it? What's going on here? Um, but I think it's, a, it, it's, it's got that same sort of um, addictive factor of like the beat, you know, you feel energy, you feel uh, sort of the rhythm or whatever. <laughs> Um, even if you can't understand all the words. So um, it's funny because I went home that night and I remember it like coming into my mind like an earworm. And I was like, you know, awakened from a deep slumber. Ah, what is this nightmare, right? <laughs> what is this Korean music in my mind? And um, my, that, that's sort of how it began of me, me deciding, you know what? I don't want to be like my friend. And, and that's not going to satisfy me to just listen to the beat. If I'm really going to, to like this group or if I'm, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to, you know, have this new sort of music uh, kind of interest or whatever, I, I'm, I'm going to learn Korean. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I put it in my mind of, you know what, I want to, because... I think Tim knows that I'm really musical yes, too. Yes, I do. Yes. I just, and all through all through middle school, high school, I really enjoyed writing music um, as a hobby. I think Tim, you heard a couple yes, of songs. Yes, I've heard and uh, yes, and uh, I've heard your mother talk about the one that you uh, recently did. Is it called You? <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I I want to hear that yep. one day. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yes, I will definitely play it for you. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy, you know, writing music and stuff like that too. So I think for someone that ha views music as this, this really important thing, um, and kind of from a songwriter's perspective too, I want to hear the song as the writers intended it to be heard, which is at the time you're listening, right? So I didn't want to, I was tired of kind of, I would listen to it and then I would Google the lyrics later and then read the meaning. So it's kind of just like separating these two parts that I want to, I want to feel the emotion all together, right? Of, uh, I, I remember when they had a new song come out, I listened to it and then I looked up the lyrics after and I was like, oh. That's not what I what I imagined it to be about at all, right? Because <laughs> I was just guessing, of course, because I had no idea. Um, so I, I think that was probably five years ago now is when I, I started <laughs> learning Korean after my high school graduation. So it was this this very wild, um, it, it, genuinely it was God. Like there's no other explanation. Why Korean? why the night i'm not kidding you guys the night of my high school graduation this is the time all of us split up all the friends left went to other colleges things like that i i don't i don't know i don't have any other explanation for it i had not been exposed to anything korean before this i have no korean relatives and um this just this this force just felt so strong that okay here we go like i guess i'm learning korean now right and uh, i remember i remember going to a relative's house taking my korean book with me i i was never in any classes or anything but i just was doing it as a hobby and i remember it was one of those feelings like everyone around me thought i was crazy 
probably. <laughs> she's not even in a class. She thinks she's going to learn Korean. The alphabet isn't even English, right? They're, they're, they're not English characters. They're the symbols. And so uh, I remember like every time, because obviously I, I started from beginner level, so I was studying the, the characters and things like that. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't say jack squat in Korean, but I was learning it. And I think that that sort of uh, that sort of appearance or whatever, just just the picture of me just trying to scribble some weird letters and I can't speak anything that was probably really frustrating for um, uh, a few relatives of mine, I'll say. <laughs> um, Yes, so they 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 were kind of sort of trying to push me into okay what what do you want to do you know what are your what are your goals and I was like I think I want to study international studies and business and they were like I thought you wanted to be a lawyer like there's just all this all this confusion right and for me too on the inside I I mean I went into college I had a major a business major no declared minor and then it flip-flopped i would i had already taken business classes so i switched to a minor and then i made international studies my major just like that and and that was without the furthest away that i had been was across the bridge to canada in terms of <laughs> other countries right and if you count my parents one uh, cruise that we took to the Bahamas where we just got off the boat got back on you know <laughs> so um, so definitely I this came out of absolutely nowhere and I'm so glad it did because um, again for for those of you listening and for Dave and Tim I don't know if you're if you know so I'll just uh, <laughs> say it here but um, you're probably wondering she's living in Korea but can she speak Korean still? Like we need an ending to this <laughs> this tragic uh, story. Um, yes, so I took I came to Korea um, as a study abroad, an exchange year, and I came to Daegu, the city I'm currently living, and I attended language school. That was the first sort of exposure to intense studying. This was where I realized, oh, some stereotypes involving studying and people in East Asia may have some truth to them <laughs> because they don't mess around. It was insane. It was, I had uh, not a lot of free time. I studied for 20 hours a week in the language program only, and then I had other classes to fulfill the study abroad, the exchange thing at my university. So I was in a situation where if I escape this 20 hour a week program and don't learn Korean, I did something wrong. <laughs> because the whole, the whole, you know, structure of it was set up to help me just sort of cram learn it. And um, luckily I joined three clubs uh, the second I stepped foot there, I joined three um, sort of after-school clubs where I was the only foreigner there, and I didn't know Korean, so <laughs> that was another that was another kind of God thing of of God sort of whispering in my ear, maybe you should join a club, and I'm like, maybe I should join a club. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Not realizing I'm just going to be like the weird girl in the corner, just <laughs> just trying to make friends. But those, kid you not, those experiences are the ones that really put me above my classmates um, in terms of Korean language skill because my listening went up, my, my speaking increased, whereas all my other classmates, they were only getting that in-class time to do short, you know, question-answer type things, whereas I was actually listening to real conversations by Korean speakers even if I just felt like a shadow on the wall or <laughs> a fly on the wall, if you'll say. Um, it, it's kind of that, that thing of it really is, you have to force yourself to be uncomfortable for a solid period of time before you can eventually 
you know, break through that, that sort of wall and realize, oh, wow, that, that time helped me a lot looking back. Yeah. Um, so now I, I took a Korean proficiency exam and the highest level is level six and I currently have a level five. So I am advanced speaker, writer, listener, um, and <laughs> reader, of course, because um, it tests on all those things. And I am currently studying to get the level six. I'm not satisfied. <laughs> I have to get the highest. <laughs> I wouldn't expect less so, yeah. out of you. And that, that's great. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on all of that. That's amazing. Yeah, Thank absolutely so amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. And uh, and now you're teaching, right? Yes. Yeah. So now I am, which also the Korean language knowledge really helps teaching too, because all my kids are native Korean speakers. So I can sort of hear um, mistakes that they make and sort of think about it from a Korean language standpoint and say, ah, I understand why you said that. Mm. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of things like, for example, in Korean, noon, I, I taught you noon beat earlier as I yes. light, but noon can also mean snow. Mm. So there's a word, noon saram, saram is person. So snow person is how you say snowman oh, in Korean. Okay. So us, we say snowman, right? Why is it? Why is it a man? Who knows? Maybe we need to ask Shakespeare or something. I don't know whoever came up with that, right? A long time ago, right? Someone decided it was snowman. But in, in Korea now, when I'm teaching kids, sometimes I'll read their essays and they'll say, I like Christmas time. My favorite season is Christmas because <laughs> they'll say, they'll call Christmas a season too. I'm like, you know what? I'm from the US. That is correct. <laughs> that is the right answer. <laughs> it's a whole season. Um, so they'll say, I like to go outside and play with my friends and make snow people. And I'm like, that sounds a little culty. What's going on here? But of course, if I didn't have that, that sort of Korean language background, I wouldn't know what they're trying to say. Maybe so you make snow people, ah, snowman, kind of that sort of, that's, Maybe a weaker example, but that's just the first one to come to no, mind. That's a good but one. There's, there's certain things like that that I really enjoy um, having that additional resource that I think God prepared me for. Um, and, and obviously, I don't think this is the end by any means. I think that, that even now, the time that I'm going through is preparing me for something um, hopefully bigger in the future as well. But... I know that studying Korean and, and going through all those things have prepared me really well to understand my students. And I think that that, that must have all been in part of the plan. <laughs> it's amazing when they, uh, you're the, how you rely on the Lord, how, how you, you are open to whatever God has and, and, and you hear him. And you may not hear the actual, you know, the actual voice you know, when this is God speaking, but you're, right. the, the Holy Spirit is working through you and, and you are are following where you're led and you're doing so well with it, too. I, I am I am impressed and I was impressed before. Uh, but <laughs> as, as you were talking, you actually inspired another poem. Ah, write, and it's going to be called A Shadow on the Wall. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I always thought I should ask Gwen to draw a picture of a shadow on the wall or how that works. <laughs> but I can do it in poetry, too, and I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to promise you that I'll have it done today or tomorrow, but when I do, I will send it to you. <gasps> Thank and you we'll so actually much. read it on a podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, I would yeah. love to hear that. Hey, Gwen. I... Yes. <laughs> You you uh, have such enthusiasm for teaching. I think you can tell. Yeah. Um, what what ages of children are you teaching over there? I'm currently teaching elementary schoolers. Oh okay. Yeah. So um, they have, I believe they have six um, 
levels of, I, I don't want to say this wrong, but I think elementary school is actually six years and mm -hmm. then middle school is three, high school is three. Okay. So um, we actually have sort of what we would call sixth graders mixed in with the, the elementary bunch that I teach. But um, they're, they're all so smart. <laughs> it's scary. I, I'm teaching like, I think my youngest student right now uh, is probably seven and he can have a conversation with me. He can have a basic English conversation. Wow. I'm really impressed with these kids. They have, they have, um, well, actually I should, I should tell you guys this too. I'm not a school teacher. I'm actually an academy teacher. So they have this super huge private school culture here. Um, and it's, they're called hagwans, but the academies, Every kid, every Korean student will go to school from like in the morning from like eight until what, two, and then they'll rush off to academy and they'll have academies until like 10 p.m. at night, just back to back to back. So I don't know when these kids have time to do homework, have time to, to, to be kids, to play. Um, that's the other thing that I think is really kind of heartbreaking to be honest because I'm seeing that there's such a vast difference between Korean children and and US children um, I don't want to say nowadays because obviously it's been a while since I was running around in dirt as well <laughs> playing playing in the mud um, but when I was a kid I don't like we don't have very strong academy culture you know, we call it tutoring, and that's if you need help in a certain subject. Um, mm. But here, kids, every single student has at least two academies that they go to. They'll go to an English academy twice a week, um, or a math academy, or science. There's everything. There's Taekwondo Academy. <laughs> These wow. kids learn, like, the rules to Taekwondo. I'm like, whoa, okay, you don't have to show off. <laughs> Calm down, guys. Um, but obviously, Taekwondo, too, that's that's Korea's thing. So I guess that's that's maybe another reason why they have uh, sort of that proper education of it. But it's it's a lot. There's not very many, like, they don't have um, very many school sports teams. It's very academic-focused and... Um, I guess now I, I hate to say I'm getting used to it because I don't ever want to get used to it, but, um, it's something that when I first got back here, cause obviously I, I did my one year as a student exchange student, came back to the U S graduated college and came back this, this second time, this time I'm currently here. And when I came back to work, it was just, it was totally different. And it was something that made me want to cry a lot because I would have six and seven year olds sighing like these deep sighs that like I've only ever heard like 50 year old heavy smokers do right <sighs> like that really deep heavy sigh I'm like where did that come from you're six right what's going on in your life and they just they 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 have this big sigh and they go <sighs> stress. I'm like, stress? You're seven. What do you have to stress about? They're so, I, I don't even think I knew what stress was when I was, you know, before the age of 10, probably. I think I, I just worried about what, if the, if the colors of my outfit that day that my mom had dressed me in matched or not, right? <laughs> well, these kids are, are, are under insane pressure and, um, you know, they, they handle it like champs, honestly. But, uh, yeah, just, just that's another little thing in case. I'm sure a lot of your listeners don't aren't aware of that sort of little cultural thing, mm -hmm. too. But academy culture is very strong. And the kids here don't get much of a chance, I feel, to be kids. 
So I think uh, it, it's made me appreciate how lucky um, my chat, how lucky I was um, growing up too, uh, which is something obviously, unless I came here, I wouldn't be able to have that that sort of comparison. So I'm really grateful for for my childhood as well. Yeah. Wow. This has been fantastic, Tim. I've learned a lot about you. <laughs> yes, I I loved it. Yeah. Wow. It is. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And as I'm listening, I'm yeah. thinking that actually, Gwen, you and I, well, no, you should take my place on the podcast. You're very well good at talking, <laughs> and it will go from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, a couple times I'm like, oh, I'm talking too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no, why we asked, fine, we wanted fine. you on one because you have a unique story for for our listeners, I'm sure. Uh, we've had a couple other, a few other interviews of, uh, of people that I've known, that I know, and uh-huh. uh, but and they're all full of, of, of faith, you know, full of faith. But uh, I mean, yours has taken you to a place far away, far and, away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and you have done well. And, and it's yeah. just uh, it's a, a testament to your faith in God. And uh, thank you. I, I think it's an example for every young person and even for us olders, older people. <laughs> I, I am I am I am constantly, constantly struck by uh, the faith of some young people. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I, I didn't have it at that age. But. Uh, and I, I, I see some people who are uh, going through terrible things in their lives, but their faith, yeah. their faith is inspiring even to to everybody. You know, to, even to a, a someone beyond middle age like Dave or me. So <laughs> he points well, to you first. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's wonderful, you know, and, and we can uh, I, I, we can learn from everybody. You know, yeah. we, it, it doesn't matter their age. We can we can learn from everybody, and God will put those people in our lives so that we do that. And I, I just think it's great. It's just great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have one more question before we let you go. Yes, yes. Um, and this is just personal. I'm, I mean, there, it's like a two-part question. The first part of it is, are you enjoying yourself? And the second part is, do you plan on staying there for for a long, long time, or is that your new permanent home, or how, what are we, what are your plans for the future, I guess? <laughs> oh, this is a good question. Mom, dad, plug your ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. You just answered them, Dave. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, uh. No, it's funny, because they, uh, this is the, the question, you know, my parents ask me a lot, like, so um, it's nice. You're having fun. You're you're playing in South Korea, but uh, when when's playtime over? You know, <laughs> when are you coming back? Um, but I I really do enjoy it here. I I really love, you know, being here. But I do know that at some point I I'm my home is the U.S. I I really feel at home there. And Korea is just sort of like that second home for me. Um, so I really. I want to spend, you know, definitely a few years here and kind of save up money. Um, I'm currently paying <laughs> back student loan debt uh, to my parents that they're they're so gratefully helping me with because obviously they're in the U.S. Um, so kind of saving up money, sort of paying off um, college loans and um, just kind of having this sort of breather time in a sense to decide what what my next step is going to be um and eventually actually my kind of dream right now is uh i would like to set up a business because obviously i have international studies and business um you know major and minor so i would really be interested in setting up a business in south korea but then managing it from overseas so having having people you know, hiring people that I'm confident in their work and that they're good at English or, or something like that and, and having them sort of control the, the Korean 
part of it and then me going back and retiring by age 40. That is a laudable goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it won't happen, but uh, um, yes. I think I think if you would have asked me seven years ago, though, if I'd be moving to Korea, I also would have said not going to happen. But here I am. So <laughs> that just shows how we never know. But uh, wherever wherever the wind takes me, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I but have yes, a feeling it's more where the Lord takes you. Oh, there, yeah, there, I am planning to visit home soon. There is, there is that drawing in the book about the wind. Wherever the wind yeah, may blow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, I do want to say one more thing really quick before sure. I know you guys have to end it. Um, so uh, my grandfather this year, he was my biggest inspiration in my faith. He was my confirmation sponsor. He, you know, he inspired so many people in so many ways. Just a great joy to be around. Um, truly God's light. And he actually passed away this year on my birthday, mm. on my birthday. <laughs> so that's just sort of, uh, you know, one of those, those hard times in my life, um, especially I'm, I'm in Korea, you know, I had to watch the, the funeral through online on Facebook live, uh, alone in my room and watching my family all hugging and, and consoling each other. And, you know, I look back and I think, why did it have to be on that day? Why not the day after, the day before? You know, obviously, the, the fact that he's not in my life anymore, that's, that's terrible, that's awful, but, but I'm stuck on this day, right? Why my birthday, God? Why, why, why? This was back in March, and, uh, and I think after praying a while about it, it it's actually... Instead of me viewing it as such a terrible thing, oh my gosh, now now every year on my birthday, I'm just going to think of, of this, one of my favorite people's death. What? Why did you do this, you know? Instead of that, God switched my perspective around. He said, I did that so you could remember what a beautiful gift that you had in your life. What a powerful um inspiration to your faith life that he that your grandfather was so it it's one of those things that I think that that was another thing of sort of obviously in Korea it hasn't always been a flower trail you know <laughs> it hasn't always been rainbows and sunshine um, but even the bad moments where I've just really felt like I was alone or or almost betrayed in a way by by God he made me see the other side of, no, I, you're not understanding. You're not seeing. I did this for you. I, this was for you. So that was just a kind of note that I, I did want to say really quick was uh, that's, that's had to have been the hardest point in my life so far. And, and I had to go through it alone over here. And, and so faith was, I think my faith was really important to me at that time as well, sort of knowing that, that 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 was another thing like oh my gosh on my birthday on the day this was also god's plan in a way right this was this was a hundred percent his plan so that every year on my birthday i can remember that he helped me w in my faith that maybe i wouldn't have been as strong as my in my faith if it weren't for my grandpa who was my confirmation sponsor and my you know my cheerleader kind of so yeah, I think I think that's just kind of an overall message for for anyone going through something that if you just switch your perspective, it's it, it can change even the the worst looking of things. That's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, Dave, I think you turned your mic off. <laughs> oh, I was you're gonna good. say something. Good. The last time I said that, I you know, it was like Dave, Dave. I was glad that I turned it off too. With my hearing, who knows? But thank you, Gwen, for being the one who. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's okay. No, I, I turn it off when I have to clear my throat because sometimes it gets a little loud. And, oh, yeah. and also, I have my window open, so uh, the noise outside sometimes. But I, I appreciate you being with us today and don't go anywhere because we're going to talk afterwards. But 
you inspire me. Um, and for a person of your age to inspire me is not something new to me, but it always impresses me. And you impress me, and I am so happy to have met you. Um, and I hope we can keep in touch, too. Um, and on that, I'm going to let Tim say something, and then we're going to call this a, a, a day. And again, thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you well, Glenn, so uh, Gwen, I, I thank you yeah, for this uh this time that you've given us for this interview because I wanted to share what you did for me with the poem with the, the drawings and let people know about it and uh, just to listen to you and your your faith in God and where he's led you and over those bad times as you were talking about your grandfather and how that actually uh, God is working in a positive way in your life over that uh, I, I thank you for your sharing and your time and uh, hope and pray for only the best for you there in Korea and the rest of your life and uh, pray that uh, this this journey continues where God takes you and you're going to follow and uh, we'd like to follow up with you uh, every once in a while and see uh, see how everything's going. Okay. Awesome. I'd love All right. that. Yes. Great. Uh, Please yeah. invite me anytime. Yeah, and if and if you ever if you ever come up with that shadow drawing, let me know. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll put the, just a book together of a, a short booklet of uh, uh, drawings and poems again, but we'll see. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Yep, thank, thank you, Glenn. You, God bless. Thank you. Okay. Well, folks. Sorry, I was writing a number down. You were. <laughs> Uh, when Dave pauses, uh, when I pause, sometimes just to uh, gather my thoughts or have a yeah. th hope, pray, a thought comes to mind. When Dave mm -hmm. is pauses, he's writing something down, which is why he is the the producer, the uh, technician, the uh, advertising guru, and uh, the younger like brother it. who has more energy than I do. Well, I don't know. It's Monday. <laughs> Some reason I have a lowered. I have a depletion on Monday. Well, yeah, you have uh, the you have that odd odd work schedule where you work on weekends. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Last weekend was a fun one, and it's over. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And next week is going to be worse, folks, because there's a marathon at Disney. <laughs> oh, is there? Oh God. Three days of marathons, which means three days of reroutes and people running all over the place, and 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 we still got to get guests where they want to go. Oh, so you're you're, you're you're driving a marathon? I'm, oh, it seems like it. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways, folks, uh, what did you think of Gwen? Um, we would I would love to hear what you thought of Gwen's second interview. Wow, the teaching. <laughs> Uh, in an academy over in, in Daegu, South Korea. I hope I'm saying Daegu right. That's obvious, isn't it? Uh, someone will tell you if you're not. Yeah, somebody fact-checked me on that. But, man, that's... She's... <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, she's... Uh, and, takes a lot of faith to put, put your life in God's hands and, and make that move to a, to a country that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, you maybe you spent well even to go well, in the first place to to go out go off for that uh, one year of college. Oh yeah, and then yeah. To decide to go back. So, but yeah, I she's have, just she's fun to talk to. She is. I, I I didn't when I went to college, that wasn't an option for me. You know, doing going to another country because I just did two years to get an associate's degree and <laughs> I wanted it done and get so I could get to work, but and. And I don't think it, that was something you would have been able to do either in your in your career or in your college career. No, I didn't even know if it was thought of back in the last century. Yeah. Oh, that's that's true. My, well, mine was in the last century too. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I, and in my field of my field of study, it wouldn't have been. Uh, which uh, I don't know. Mythology. We haven't talked about. Could have gone to Greece. Pardon? Could have gone to Greece for Greek Greece? mythology. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I I majored in philosophy in college, folks. Oh, I was and, thinking uh, mythology. Yeah, yes, and cool. realized uh, in my senior year, there's only two things you could do with it, and that was to teach or write, 
and I wasn't going to do either one. And uh, mm-hmm. I realized uh, much later on there's a third thing you can do with it, with a degree hmm. in philosophy. You can be unemployed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. But I think it it, it, it kind of led me in in uh, opening my mind to other things, and, and it you know, and it finally opened my mind to the truth uh, of God's word. Yeah. Don't you think that philosophy and poetry kind of, I don't want to say go together, but they can walk side by side and not hurt each other? Uh, no, actually, I don't. Oh, okay. Because uh, uh, philosophy is supposed to be, uh, you're supposed to be able to logically prove what you're saying in philosophy. Oh, oh Okay. I mean, you just can't say, I like this, it makes sense, unless you're a philosophy teacher. And uh, I went to the University of Michigan my, sec- my last two years of school and local community college before that. My first philosophy class after taking a, <clears throat> excuse me, after taking a... Um, That's all right, we'll figure it out. After taking a, uh, you know the class, it's, uh, I'm sorry. My first class at U of M with, in philosophy was with a professor who was, at least around the country, was, was uh, acknowledged as an, an expert in ethics. Oh, okay. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And in philosophy, you have to be able to logically prove your argument. And philosophy is, I think, it's a series of arguments to prove your what your beliefs are. Okay. So, first day of class, in the first paragraph of his talking to us, this is the type of ethics I believe in, I follow, because I like it. I think it's right. My whole class in (laughs) proving my arguments (laughs) went out the window and I think my hope to do anything with philosophy was crushed right there. Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, okay, they aren't, they can't walk side by side. No. no I agree with you. No. Poets, poets are full of hope. Uh, yeah. Poets are full of truth and uh, fantasy. Some are. But it's, uh, it's from the heart. It's, poetry is from the heart. This is true. We should probably move on. Hey, um, let me ask you this before we go on. Has Gwen sent you any more, any more pictures or anything? No, she hasn't. No, I'm oh, sure. Oh, okay. When you listen to her schedule, I'm sure she's. <laughs> well, that's true too. You know? yeah. she did say she wasn't doing a whole lot more drawing, a lot of drawing anymore. Yeah, no, she wasn't. But no, no. Yeah, but, but yeah, let's uh, let's go on. All right, uh, I got I got two poems from drawings of, of Gwen's. And again, they're both in uh, living, in God, living in God's Rhyme mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the book, a separate chapter. And the first one is called The Reflection, and it is found on page 197. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and beauty is what is beholden. God saw the beauty of Mary, a beauty of motherhood for his son, and he saw the beauty of his son and the sacrifice for those he loved. That beauty God shares with the girl as she walks through this world. As she gazes at the reflection, she sees the love God has for her. It is this love that she sees taking her hands and guiding her through her life. It is a love of trust, something she must receive and give in the life she lives. What reflection do you see when looking in the mirror? Ooh, that's a loaded question in there. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I just was going to grab the book and see if I can describe for the listeners what that drawing looked like. Uh, what did we say, 197? Yeah, I did. So it's on 196, and what it is, she has a picture of one side of a face with... Uh, and, and the eye is the focus of it. Take it a little bit more to your right. 
a little bit more to my right. Okay. There you go. Higher, a little bit higher, Tim. Okay. A little right, bit higher. Uh, as you listeners are hearing all this, there you go. By, at least you'll know how to look at the book. No, yeah. and and there's a and it has the the nose and and half of the mouth smiling, mm-hmm. but it's in the eye itself where you see the reflection of her. Uh, the reflection that uh, of who she is. Yeah. And it's it's uh, that's just what I get out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, did she write on this one also what it was something about it. No. Give me folks. I don't think so. No, some of the no. There's just uh, just that face. Uh, some of them mm-hmm. she wrote some. There's some writing on it, and uh, which helped me decide where to go to with with the poetry. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a good poem though. I. You got that from the, because of the picture. Just, be, I mean, just by looking at the picture, yeah. Wow, and the same thing for this next poem you're going to read. Uh, yeah. Well, the next poem plus, you know, it's just. There's a story behind this poem, okay? So sure. I'm uh, I'm writing these. I'm looking at the pictures, writing things. And one night I write a poem, uh, and the uh, the picture is uh, of a soldier for the Lord. And it's of a, of a man, a younger person, who's just dressed up and just a, a soldier for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that was easy to come up with something. So I, I wrote a poem. And uh, I believe it was called Being a Soldier for the Lord. A few days later, I'm thinking again, i, I got to finish writing these poems about the, the pictures, the drawings. So I, write, I, I wrote the poem I'm going to read you now called A Soldier for the Lord. I wrote two poems for this one drawing. Couldn't decide which one to throw out and thought, well, you might as well just find out how my mind works anyway, does it? If I don't write it down all the time and know that I have something or have it in front of me, I'll keep on going. But, yeah. And maybe there's a reason for it. But I, right. I, I did like I did like her title to this picture because we are called to be a soldier. Yes. You know, and we are called uh, to put on the full armor of God and mm-hmm. as we go about our day, but we are to be a soldier for the Lord. Not that we're ready to fight a battle if it comes, but just to be helpful to others. And uh, well, it reminds me of the hymn that was apparently my favorite hymn as a child: "Onward, Christian Soldier." Right. We'll march forward. So, yeah. Let me read this one. It's found on yeah. page one ninety-one. There is more than the battle to be won. There is more that we are here for. If we are to follow God's Son, we do not fight as if it's a war. No, our mission is to share His love. If we love God, we are commanded to love others. Maybe the battle rages within us. If we are one with Jesus, the battle has been won. We are raised with His Son. If God is in us, His love must share, His love we must share. Through our sharing, we show we care, not just for others, but for the Father who loves us in spite of ourselves. We must show the love in our heart, love that is for all to see. As the sun rises, our day starts. Is love what our day will be? Love will overcome hate. If we do not show his love, what will be the fate of those we overlook? A soldier marching forward, sharing God's loving word, showing his saving grace to a stranger's face. If we are to stand, we must follow his command. And then I have uh, a note here at the bottom uh, to read 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 1 through chapter 5, verse 21. Get a little better idea of what, what we're talking about, but... Yeah, um, again, I was just uh, really pleased with what what Gwen gave me and uh, mm-hmm. the inspiration that it gave me. And some of this came from the book that you and Eli were working on too, right? Well, that was a, 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 a Christmas before that. Eli, who was probably my seven-year-old grandson at the time, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kids are always drawing little pictures once in a while. But I asked Eli, I said, for Christmas, what if, we, what if you and I put together a book and you draw some pictures for me, winter pictures or Christmas pictures, winter and Christmas, and I'll write a little poem about them. And then we, I had them bound together, uh, and he gave them out to both sides of his family for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think he's probably, I think it's teachers at school. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really liked them, and it was just really nice uh, to do that. Yeah. And uh, and he he was he was happy too with what he read when he read them. It was <laughs> a couple of them were a couple of them were humorous. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, so when I, when Gwen's mother told me about her uh, having drawn these pictures, right away my mind went to that, and I thought, well, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh, uh, one, and one of the other books before that, I had a, a picture of a drawing that a, a friend of, a schoolmate, a friend of Mary Lou's had drawn of a church, mm-hmm. and I think we've talked about this one before. I right. called it Church in the Desert. Found out years later it's a church in the mountains, greenery all around it. But <laughs> no, it was it was nice to to have that as inspiration because it just seeing the picture mm-hmm. gave me some inspiration. And, and as I've told you before, there's inspiration in everything. Everything there's there's some inspiration. For a oh, I, I I I see that more and more every day now with you. Yeah, I do. Oh, I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's uh this this one here was uh quite the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well I I think uh, you know, it was Gwen's it was Gwen's show and uh yeah. I'm glad we're able to share our, our our thoughts on her and a couple of uh things that inspired me to that she did uh inspired me to write. And, yeah, uh, and just uh, pray that the Lord will care, take care of her and protect her, and uh, that her faith and uh, joy in life and love of life grows. Yeah, <laughs> and I wish her well in her entrepreneurship to start a business. Oh yeah, over there. that's right, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and then come back here and and run it <laughs> from there. It's she's a uh, she's going to be a force. Yep, mm-hmm. in the world, and and I think. The Lord wants her to be a force in the world. I just to live over there. I mean, I'm the adventurous one in the family, in a sense. I mean, Paul's the one who does a lot of traveling for vacations, and I'm the one that just moves over the all over the country. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the wanderer, I guess. Yeah. But it that's that's my my joy of life. And all right, the wanderer anyway. home. Yeah, but anyways. Wandering is fun. I'll see if I can do it. I haven't. I haven't really written a lot lately, but we'll yeah. see what happens. Sounds good. Well, how about you give us a closing prayer? I was going to do that, but before I do, I wanted to make sure everybody knew. Oh, yeah, folks. If you want to know where to get Tim's books, you want to see the videos of us doing this now. You want to know where the Facebook page is which is facebook.com backslash God still rhymes. It's all in the show notes. <laughs> it's Tim and Excellent. I. <laughs> poor Tim has been having to tell you how to buy his books forever. And I just remember did or day went, well, it's all in the show notes. It's just tell him there, <laughs> go to the show notes and find all the links. Go buy Tim's books. If you haven't, if you haven't done it, if you enjoy our conversations, tell your friends, rate us. Subscribe, like, everything, all that good stuff. Anything else, Tim? Nothing I can think of right now, Dave. Nothing you can think of? Okay, well, I... So let's, let's, let's have a closing prayer. What do you think? I think that would be a great idea. All right. Dear Lord, I pray to you today that everybody who listens to this is, is well and stays well. Lord, keep our listeners in your heart and prayer, in your mind, and, and, and take care of all of them. Keep them healthy and wild and wise Lord please keep an eye on Gwen Allen over in Korea she is one of your children and she loves you dearly and we know you have blessed us 
by having her with us today. Lord, still keep an eye on those people who were going through so much tragedy in, in Illinois and Kentucky and Indiana from the, th the storms here a couple weeks ago. It's still not easy. And Lord, we thank you for everything you do for us. I thank you for waking me up and bringing me back. And I thank you for Tim's great ability to be a poet and bless us with all his poetry. And Lord, please keep everybody safe and warm in this new year. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, you know, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And, but don't forget, Tim, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for he, because we, we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. God bless you folks. Have, Have a great, great week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.